and go. And then a three and a two and a one is fun. Well, hello there, Kansas City. Stephen St. John here with another episode of Hot Mike with SSJ. And yes, my voice is fucked up. I don't know what has happened, but it's been, I've been, well, I, I've struggled with my voice since I was sick at the beginning of the year, but it came back and it was fine. But I did do a tremendous amount of shouting during the divisional playoff game and the AFC Championship game. I'm not shouting anything bad, but when I go to my daughter's basketball games, I try to, you know, come on, girls, let's go. Defense, hands up. I'm in, in, I'm encouraging. Um, <clears throat> and so, uh, and then, you know, doing the show and uh, House of Hustle podcast, just other things, just my voice is uh, is weakened. And so... It's been hard this week to get through it. So this will be an abbreviated podcast. I have Todd Lebo here. He's got to go to fucking Arrowhead and do the press conferences for uh, Super Bowl bye week. Here's what I, th- I think we, where we blame this voice for you. If the Chiefs just would have had home field advantage, you yeah. wouldn't have been screaming during the game. I yelled a lot. Because you would have been working. Yeah. You can't shout in the press box. No, I, no, I can't. No. With good reason. So thanks, guys, right. for fucking blowing some of those games. You got your little baby voice down a little bit. Can I get my on oh, my soapbox real quick before we talk get about some of the things? Box. Yeah. This is a little, you sound a little bit like Peter Brady. You said I sound like the, Harvey Firestein. A little bit. Remember the, the Brady Bunch where Peter's voice yeah. changed? Yeah. When it's time to change. That's, when, that's to when his balls dropped. Are your balls dropping? Maybe. Hold Finally. on. Wait a minute. Yep. Yep. Um, Congratulations. I just want to get this off my chest. I know a lot of people already talked about this, but now I want to. Um, For the people complaining about Taylor Swift being shown in football games and and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift being shown on the field together, could you do me a huge favor and shut the fuck up for me? If you're not going to do it for yourself or your family, can you shut the fuck up? Do you know anyone who's really mad or is it just stuff you see on the internet? Oh, no, I... There's plenty of people on my Facebook. Yeah, but who are they? Don't you have to name names, but are they people you know or are they yeah, just some, some people I know are just people, you know, like I'm I'm trying to watch a football game. I don't like it. Most of the stuff you know? I see on social media is like generally politically motivated and it's just like No, there's there's just there's just some disgruntled people that I'm friends with on Facebook. All right, some angry people. You'd rather and, have disgruntled friends. Just shut the fuck up. Do you I mean I like okay. I'll give you a little window into my soul. I like these Instagram accounts or uh, X accounts that show like um, military people coming back home, being reunited with their dad or their mom or their loved one after being gone. You like emotion. I like, you know, I'm a sucker for uh, this video. Uh, these two brothers haven't seen each other for six years and they're reunited. I love it. You know why? Because I like to see people happy. I tear up. It's emotional. I like, I'll sit and watch those videos for half an hour. I enjoy seeing people happy. She looks happy. He looks happy. You know, she was always performing. I don't, she probably didn't have much of a childhood. She didn't get a chance to go to high school football games and, and, you know, date the quarterback or just do things like this. Maybe she's living a part of her life that she missed out. Or maybe she's just fucking happy. Maybe I like Travis Kelsey and I want him to be happy. Maybe love has bloomed. And I, and I will, I know and some people fall back on this, but it is true for me. It is, my, my, my wife and one of my daughters already watched the games with me, right? But they're so enamored with this 
and it strikes up conversations. Uh, it, it, it's given me another way to connect with my daughters and, and my wife as opposed to, oh, dad's going to go watch football. You know? You're a Swifty. You went to the show. I, I went, went to the I, I'm going tour. to three Taylor Swift shows. Yeah. I saw her at uh, T-Mobile Center. I saw her the first time at Arrowhead, and I saw the last one. And, and so sure, I, I appreciate her music. My daughter loves her. And so I, I, I just, I don't, I like, there, we were. You love Travis Kelsey. Sure I do. It's a match made in heaven. Absolutely. There's such a lack, if you just watch the news and watch social media, there's such a lack of good news and good feelings out there. Everything's so fucking negative. It's like, oh, here's something positive. Like, what's the drawback? And then they show the stats of how little she's actually shown, maybe 44, 44 seconds at a game. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck is wrong with you? Where you watch something for four hours and you, you're hyper-focused on this half a minute where, oh, God damn it, they showed her again. I mean, shut I think up. Maybe the second game, they probably showed a little too much, and that's what people are still remembering. But I, th- I think the networks are, are on this fine line because they don't want to distract from the game. And they do know there are people watching these games who don't watch football. Because they're hoping to see Taylor Swift, which blows my mind. And rooting for Travis Kelsey. They're rooting for Travis Kelsey. They're buying stuff. There are people driving around town looking for jackets and pins and things and all the. I mean, it's crazy. And I that's love it. here, and it's happening everywhere, really. I mean, Travis Kelsey, jersey sales, all this stuff. I mean, Kyle Juszczyk's wife's making coats up, and now people yeah. are buying those now things. Now it's NFL licensed. It's, it's crazy. Like, we've talked about this, that the Dolphins game, I, I got some video of them walking off the elevator right. with Patrick and Brittany after the game. And, and well, after you, the game. you've been paid over $7,000 in royalties. I haven't been paid, but that's when people started Good. reaching out to me, wanting to license the video. I'm like, it's just a video of some people. But Little did you know. Little did I know there was no other video of that happening because there, there just wasn't much of them together. Now, there's 14 billion videos of them together on the field after the game in Baltimore right. now, so it's whatever. But It was kissing. I, I, I've never had... Anyone reach out to me like, hey, let me have this to do this with. I'm like, it, it's just I was in the right place at the right time when they're getting off the elevator. And listen, I'm a trained journalist. I'm prepared. You are. To be ready for whatever happens. But it, it is wild to me that that's where we are. But I'm not mad about it. I think it's fun. I, I think we – there in this, the NFL is so big. 60 million people watched the game the other day, right? They had 50 million for the game before. Right. That's partially because of Patrick Mahomes and the, and the matchups, and the, and the game is huge. But there is, there is a bump somewhere of people watching these games who don't particularly care. And the Super Bowl is going to get a big number because it always gets a big number. And I always say this, games with the biggest, best numbers are always games that are good games that come right down to the wire. That's, that's also part of this thing. But there will be people who are, you know, she's got a, a concert in Tokyo They'll be tracking the plane like Santa Claus She'll on Christmas there. Eve. She's going to get there, and she's going to go to this Super Bowl, and she's going to watch this thing, and they'll show her some there because the Super Bowl definitely is not just about the game. When you watch the telecast, they've had this thing in every year at the Super Bowl, no matter if they're playing in Miami, New Orleans, SoFi, whatever, they show who's in the boxes, right, who are the fancy people who are there. I like watching that. And it's a promotional thing for the network that's doing the game as well. They're, this is CBS, right? So they'll be, they'll be showing people who are part of CBS TV shows, hey, don't forget, coming up after the game, watch this show. It's, it's part of the deal, right. man. It, that's the society we live in. Do and you it, know? It intersects with sports. You know, the boxing, 
you, you know what one of my favorite parts of watching a big fight has always been the Who's telecast there? right before the main event has been and they used to do it a lot more on TV they do it during pay-per-view fights but if you're there at the fight like say when I went to uh, the Mayweather Victor Ortiz fight out in Vegas you know the ring announcer grabs the, the microphone in that interim between uh the co-main and the main and now let's see the Stars of stage and screen who have come tonight to watch this, you know, and the Academy Award, Denzel Washington, and, ah, and all these great celebrities. I love that shit. That's mm-hmm. fucking cool. I like to, I like to see, you know, I don't see why people are put off by that. And, you know, by the and same token. The crazy token, thing is, like, you know, the Chiefs, we're just a little Kansas City, right? right? And we've got some famous people. Yeah. Who love, I mean, you know, Jason Sudeikis, Rob Riggle, Eric Stone Street, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. These people love the Chiefs. If you added them together times like a thousand, not close. They're not even like Taylor Swift's toenail. I mean, it's right. like that's that's the unbelievable thing about this is that someone who is literally one of the top five most famous people in the world is all of a sudden rooting for the Chiefs. It's just super crazy. Yeah, and then uh like if you watch a Dallas Cowboys game, I don't know he's the owner, but how many fucking times do you have to see Jerry Jones, you know, eating prime rib or yes. scratching his balls? Like that's I don't want to fucking show. see him. But they do. It's okay. It's part of it. And if, if you, you watch a Cowboys game, you're going to see Jerry Jones. Hey, listen, that's what the NBA basically is. Like, who's sitting in the front row at all those games? I mean, it's 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 less about the game a lot of times than who's right. who's there at the game. This is, people who get mad about this just want to be mad about something. Right. They really do. It's fine. We haven't missed a play of a game right. because yeah. of their show. Oh, well, we came back late. We didn't see MBS made the game-winning catch because we were looking at Taylor Swift. Now, I do think this. I'm going out to Las Vegas oh, yeah. next week for the Super Bowl. And so we're going to be out there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all this stuff, right? Uh-huh. So it's going to be crazy. It's going to be nuts because it's Vegas. You know, we had crazy times when we were in Miami. Our folks have been to Tampa during the pandemic. They've been to Phoenix. We, I've been yeah, to, the craziest one been, was New Orleans. We've been to lots of Super Bowls over the years. Mm-hmm. This will be the craziest one ever because it is Vegas, and Vegas is crazy. You're going to get lit. I think it's actually probably good for people who hate that part of this, that she is going to be in Tokyo for the entire week. She's not going to be, there's not going to be anyone spotting her in Vegas and going crazy about it. So that's probably a happy coincidence that she's going to be able to go to the game, but she's not going to uh, have the insane amount of paparazzi running around all over Vegas because there's going to be plenty of stars in Vegas throughout the week. So it's probably a pretty good thing that that's not going to be an issue this week. Um and then it's right back off to wherever, Singapore or something after that. Big question is, is Travis going to Singapore after the Super Bowl? I don't know. Who knows? He should. All right, so let's uh, let's move on and let's get in. And I, and you know what? And perhaps he asks uh, Taylor Swift to marry him at the Super Bowl, which I, I want. That's, that's what I want. I don't think it's happening. I'd love it. A little quick. Let me. Uh, know oh, each other. Well, you, know, you know what? Either you know or you know or you don't know. Is it, he knows. Is that the right one? Yes. How does he know? He does. He's been intimate with this woman. He knows. I don't All know right. how intimate he's been. No. Okay, so now I've got a recommendation. This is my recommendation this week of what to watch. And then we're going to talk. Are you? you I'm caught be, up are on you True, caught Detective. Up True Detective. Absolutely. Because this thing's going off the you fucking rails. You didn't even watch True Detective Sunday night. Like, no. I did. This thing's going off the fucking rails now. Yes. Right, well, here we go. This is my recommendation. And this is fairly new, so I think most people haven't seen it yet. It is excellent. 
as long as you don't mind reading some subtitles. It's probably 50-50 in English and subtitles. But I can tell you it's very, very good. It's on Netflix. And it's uh, a new limited series, so it's six episodes. It's called uh, Griselda. Have you seen anything about this? Is this... um, Very good. Is this a Taiwanese mob or something weird? No, it's not the Taiwanese fucking mob. What's this one about? Why would you say it's the Taiwanese mob? Because I'd heard there was some show about something like that. This... I don't know. ...is a true story. It's a biographical crime drama that stars... uh, You mentioned Eric Stone Street, his co-star from... Was it Modern Family? Sofia... Vergara. Vergara. And she's wearing a lot of fucking prosthetics and makeup. It doesn't look like her. But she looks like the real-life uh, uh, Griselda. And so... Who is Griselda? Griselda Blanco is a notorious Colombian drug lord. And the legend goes that Pablo Escobar was, was quoted as saying, uh, the only man that I fear is a woman. Griselda? Griselda Blanco. And I'm three episodes in. It's fucking really good. And I think some of the people that are behind it are the same uh, creative group that that made Narcos. Narcos. Yeah. And I won't give away too much. It is a true story. And her actual her real life son tried to get this stopped from being made and released oh, and everything wow. else. This is and from so, the eighties. So it it takes place like at the end of the like seventy eight, I think. Mm. And so she is married to a cocaine dealer in Medellin. And then Colombia. Yeah, and just you end up. She ends up. I'm not going to give away all the story, but she ends up coming to Miami, right? And she's one of the main ones that brought the cocaine craze of the late 70s, early South 80s Beach. to Miami. Totally it was, trash. What her idea was is what she realized that all these rich people in Miami, if, she, if they could just get a taste, if they could wet, wet their, their beak, beaks, right? And, 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 and so I'll give you a little bit of it. And so she comes up with this idea because she originally used to be a prostitute, in Medellin, but then she married a, a drug dealer, and then she gets out, and she comes to Miami, and she starts having the girls that she's worked with at the brothel fly to Miami and smuggle. She she gets she gets a supplier and smuggle cocaine in their in their bras and their dresses, and so then she comes up with the idea to start going to these real rich parties and then giving these rich white people samples. Right, and then all, and then it's funny to see these they're, they're kind of like uppity parties, and all of a sudden turn into a rager. All, all kinds of shits going on, right? And then they and they get and then she starts to hire like uh, tennis pros and valets and aerobics instructors to be her dealers, yeah, so that, right? Yeah. But then and so she gets them hooked on. They feel, oh my god, what is this? What is this cocaine that has made my life so wonderful? And little do you know that'll fucking kill you or whatever. But right. and so it gets all the and then. She goes to this untapped market. Well, guess what? The established uh, drug dealers in Miami don't like it. They don't want this. And then, and then she has to Griselda, butt, right? Oh man, let me I'll tell you something. It. And then she has to butt heads uh, with the people back in in Medellin and the Ochoa brothers and all this. It's so it's it's fucking fantastic. It's violent, but it's great. But if you didn't know it was her, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know it was her. Yeah. And that I means she's really really good in it. And I don't, it, 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 uh, it's, it, I, I, I want to watch all of it before I go and start to fact check to see exactly what's, how much is true yeah. or whatever. But enough of it, the, the, the basis of the story is there. True enough. And I like the fact it's six episodes and that's it. That's it. And I would watch three episodes. It's fucking good. And the that. music's good. 
and you could totally it's 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 takes you back to the yes. late seventies. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And there's there's it's turned into debauchery, right? Another thing on. So I want you to w- watch that. I will watch that. And I want I want you to watch, the greatest night in pop. That's the yeah uh, yeah we are the world on on the making of we are the world. It's very good, and it is on Griselda. Netflix as well. She got a little scar on her face. Oh yeah, they, yeah. there's you know. Greatest Night in Pop is very cool, very That's well good. made, great footage. We've all seen the video for We All the World, but there's they talk to a lot of the principals today, and they tell the stories of the night. It's hour and a half long. It's very cool. It takes you right back to, for me, that was high school. For you, it was very beginning of high school, probably middle school, 1985. It's very well. I well watch made. it. Yeah, it's very cool, and it's it's just one thing, and it's very cool. Okay, now I got to ask you a question. You know, you don't know I've been doing this. So I'm curious to hear your response. Uh, I started watching the fifth season of Fargo. Yeah, yeah. Finally, now, I can watch that without. I didn't watch the other four seasons. Is that you is can that definitely me up? you can no you can definitely watch without watching the other four. But are, seasons. is there are there not, links? there's not as much every every sort of little link in all the seasons is very thin. It's just for fun, really. So I'm in I'm in like three or four. I've I've, I've done three or four episodes, right? Mm-hmm. I like Gino Temple. I liked yeah. her in The Offer. Right, uh, John Hamm with his nipples pierced He's a little wild. Is, is a is a, is a you know di- so this but this is where it's losing me, and so I've stopped for the past four or five days because I didn't quite like this part, and it either went over my head or I'm fucking missing something. Even Susan was like, "What the fuck?" We just finished the episode with the part, at, in maybe one episode after that. Where they go five hundred years ago? Yeah, that's uh, what the fuck is that? There's always miss- some weird, and so stuff. that's why I thought I told her I said. We must be missing something from another season to where this would make sense because this makes no fucking sense. Why did they just go back 500 years? And how? What, what, I had and, to do a little research on the 500 years back thing. There were, used to be apparently something 500 years ago. If you're a poor person, that uh, someone dies and then you would, you would eat their sins when they died. This oh, was shit. some sort of thing that happened back in medieval times or whatever. So that tells you the story of... Ole Munk. That fucking guy. That guy. He's creepy. So this is all very Coen Brothers-y. So, like, you can kind of look and pick up that who who is. He's a little bit like Anton Chigurh. Right. Perhaps from no but will, that, will that be explained? Because I didn't yes. know what the fuck was going yeah. on. It, it, I had to research that. I'm like, because there's usually some weird shit in some Fargo right. things. So that, I'm like, all right, now I understand. I listened to a podcast about this as but well. But I stopped it. So I said, I got to talk to Todd because yeah. maybe... I missed something from a previous season that will make that like, oh, yeah. I, here we go, 500 years you'll, ago. You'll get that that is basically letting you know this whole season is kind of about owing people in debt. You'll yeah. get that. I mean, that's what Jennifer Jason Lee is. the She's the debt queen. She's right? fantastic. Yeah. And so, like, you know, people get in debt and they owe people something. So, anyway, how do you even the score at the end? Mm-hmm. Anyway, you you that doesn't have anything to do with the other season. Just keep going. You just know that that guy – is has, fucking weird. Is weird, and apparently, according to what people say, that back in the day you would literally eat someone's sins, and they could go to heaven and not have sins. Okay, and so poor people would have to. So is that what he did? I, yeah, he, I didn't even yeah. know what the fuck they were doing there. He was he was eating their their sins oh. for them, so they could go to heaven unfettered, and he carries the burden of their sins. This sounds like some wack, wacky thing, but apparently, it's something that happened way back. in but the day. But it's good. Yes. Okay. I, this is, and it, I think it's got a happy ending. Okay. Which is unusual for some I do of like shows. Juno Temple. She's very good. Yeah, she's good. And John Hamm's a motherfucker in this. I like Juno Temple's husband. He's so innocent. Yeah. 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 He's very good as well. The um, last 
half hour of the of the season finale is so tense. And the other, like, and the other thing that made me that I I had to stop is at the beginning they're right into that fucking fight, that big brawl at the school, and they never really like why are they, they never explained that. I said, is this like a continuation from something that happened in season four? No, it's just basically what the fuck setting, was that? It was setting you up to to. Get her in the system to where someone would find right. her. Okay, so that I didn't know. Okay, because you've gotten through. You know, she's not. She's playing. Right. A, she's a different. But that's something now. that they just jumped into. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this. This can't be starting fresh. No. Okay. All right. So all the on. seasons are different. Okay. But I highly suggest you go back and watch the first. Oh, I will. Three seasons. They're so. I like great. it. Okay. But in the first three seasons, especially in the first one, you've seen the movie Fargo. Yes. There is one key part to the movie Fargo that is in the first season. You don't have to know it, but it's just it's satisfying. It's a satisfying Easter egg. Okay. True Detective season four. I like it. I think I love it. But now it's it's it's, it's scary it's and fucking, dark. Dude. It's going to places where I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's getting. I like. I like the True Detective part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to solve this mystery. A little scared on the she's awake. They're, well, don't yeah, know what it is? They're they're you know they're they're going through like a, like a procedural drama. They're going through, looking through the clues and trying. I, I love that shit. Forensic shit, you know. And I like the the the, the continuing storyline. A part of is Jodie Foster. You know, what's the question? You know, ask the right question and how they the, the thought process. I think that's smart TV. I like that shit. And they're trying to think out and trying to figure out the investigation. I love that. And I'm I'm hoping it doesn't get too supernatural for me, because I'm gonna tell you what. It's fucking nightmare fuel. Yeah. The fucking part, like when they, that fucking guy that's in the coma. They, yeah. What was that show that El, scared your ass? Oh, no, the El Cucuy. What was the name of that show? El it was Cucuy. An, it was the name of an HBO show for like one year. It was another one of those what? limited series. What was that fucking what? called? Oh. Because that's where it came back. Right. I know what you're talking I'll about. I'll look it up. You talk. But anyway. I'll look it with, up. You talk. With, was it with Jason Bateman? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'll look it up. But. That fucking scene, and I'm sorry if it, if you spoiler alert. Hopefully you're fucking going along with this. Where the guy that they pulled out of the fucking ice, who somehow was alive, he's frozen, and then they fucking got him in, in the hospital. And he wakes up in his coma, and both of his legs have been amputated, and one arm, and all. Then his fucking eyes, his corneas are burned, and this is a, the outside. It's a, yeah, that was great. Yeah. This is a motherfucker. Like it's hard to look at him. Yeah. You know, and he's in there screaming because he's in so much pain. And the, the cops are in there trying to question him. And then and then there's a fucking disturbance, a fight out. It was a moment alone, room. man. And so then you know our girl is just fucking left in there alone. Like, oh, fuck. And he fucking just goes up real slow and, you know, and in a different voice. You know, what does he, he say? Your mother says hello. Yeah. She's waiting for you. I'm going to fuck this. I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. This is Because now, like, what am I watching here? Is this like more of a fucking supernatural ghost shit. story? Yes. Or is there's it, some fucking <clears throat> there's some supernatural shit in this show. But the other thing that 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 you have to understand here that threw me for a fucking loop. Speaking of Easter eggs, you already saw the Lone Star beer in the first episode, mm-hmm. and that was the beer that Rust Cole was drinking in the first season of of, of True Detective. So there there's been some 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 ties there, right? But then the fucking guy. It comes to the lady, and, and you know he's out in the, on his barefoot with long Travis. hair, Travis, doing that fucking dance, and he led her out to the ice and pointed in the direction where she could find all the fucking 
bodies. Dead scientist. Mostly dead. She refers to finally says his name, Travis Cole. And then HBO even put this out on the social media. That's fucking Russ Cole's dad. Fucking dad. Yes. In this universe. Yeah. And then they they released a clip from True Detective season one of Matthew McConaughey, Russ Cole, saying that his dad died of leukemia and his dad took his family up to Alaska. Alaska. I'm like, motherfucker. They got you. So now they got me fucking. Now they got me. I hope they bring back fucking Matthew McConaughey just for something. Have his fucking ass up there in Alaska. And also there was what what was the what was the name of the 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 fucking when he's doing the research to find out who was the money behind the fucking laboratory and everything? Yeah, was it Tuttle? Something and it was one of those same It's things. it's the same yeah, group or family or same group that had ties to the, the shit in the yeah. fucking you know, see so they clearly they're tying season one, and then the spiral tattoo. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Remember the fucking birds did and all that shit. And so I'm intrigued by this. But you're scared by the ghost. But I, but I don't like. I don't want this to be some bullshit. You know. Well, there's gonna but be some crazy. They went all the fucking caribou went running off at the beginning. There's some weird shit going on with this. I could not fucking live up there. How long is it fucking for? How long is it stay at night? Five, six days or something like that. They're it's already a, in five or six. It's days. the fifth day of night or whatever it's called. Fuck that. Terrible. First of all, fuck that. It's a fake town, but it's somewhere up way north in Alaska. It's not down there, like you know, low. It's and, up there, and in these like Arctic circles. I'll say this: these 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 people got a lot of time on their hands. There's a lot they're, of drinking. They're drinking and, and they're fucking. That's it. Is what they do, and apparently killing, killing, and speaking to the dead, and that's and then and, and going to work, and that's it. Even worse, you go up there in fucking. Uh, June, sun don't go down, right? I think I'd like, I'd hate that even more. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't handle that. I need, I need a day and I need fucking night. We went to uh, Canada this last summer in June. We weren't way north. We were north enough though. And it got dark, but it wasn't, it was like 11 o'clock at night before it was like, wow, it's really fucking dark out here, you know? And then the sun came up pretty early. I don't like that. You keep going a couple hundred miles north. You got those things where it's just the exact opposite. You'll have, Days, what was that? Uh, Al Pacino, right? Insomnia. Oh, Remember yeah. that movie? Yeah. That was up there during the summer, and this fucking sun never went down. They had to black out their shades and everything. I don't need that. So then Annie K. She just moved to the equator where it's the same shit all the time. Annie Kotak. She, she's the, the, the lady that was killed. They were originally investigating her murder six, seven years ago. Now they find it's tied to this. Because she was dating one of the guys at the at the was it Salah Lab, mm-hmm. whatever. That's how you say it? And they're, yeah, and they're trying to fucking link all this shit together. I I think I've got a grasp on. You like that birthing scene? I didn't. No. Blow up. Tub. It was fine, but I need to see that. I asked Susan. I said, "Do you wish you could have given birth like that?" She goes, "Fuck no." No. That looked painful. It was natural, right? In a in a blow up tub inside right. a hut. In front of many women, so yeah. that's fine. Uh, all the so, midwives. So do you you think this is good? Yeah, it's it's entertaining. It's interesting. It's I mean, it's it's also one. Don't be fucking around your phone. Watch the show. You gotta right. watch. You gotta listen. You gotta. I have captioning on in a lot of these shows because some of these names are interesting. You know what I mean? And like when they said Travis Cole, it was spelled dude. like Russ. And I mean, it was like, dude, I have captioning on fucking everything. I'm nearly. I, I, I don't it, have I it can't on. Fucking on, follow nothing. I don't have it on like regular. I don't TV have it on shows sports like news or the sports can't have it on. No, but, but if you're watching these shows when these wild ass names too. Because a lot of these names are like native in right. some way, and like I don't, I gotta know how to spell that. I want to know what that that is. 
And it did help me when she said Travis Cole. And I remember Rust Cole's name was spelled weird. It's like got an H in it or something. And I was just like, oh. Jodie Foster's fucking good. She is good. She's real good in this. I mean, she's a great actress, but I mean, you know, I didn't like when I saw. Did you like the sex scene with her on the dresser? It was surprise. It was eye opening. It was surprising. It was aggressive. It was very. It aggressive. was not what I expected. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think that was going to happen in one of the episodes, and it did. No. But but like when they announced who it was going to be, I was like, oh, Jodie Foster's a great actress. She's a great actress. And so if she signed up for this, this has got to be fucking good. But I wish they had another name. Boom. You know what I mean. Heard. But counterpart, but the 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 lady that plays her counterpart, like she's I told great. you, she's a former world champion boxer. And then the, she's fucking fan, she's fucking fantastic. She's really good, you know. And so and I, Kenny Powers' brother, he's got some secrets. That's Callie like, Callie Reese is the name of the uh, of the co star, and John Hawks is Captain Hank Pryor, who also, like you said, played Kenny Powers' I've never brother. Seen his son in much? What has he been? Well, I, I don't know what he's something? in. He's good, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel the, somehow somehow his dad is involved. Oh, he's he's trying to hide too much shit. A lot of hiding stuff. He slapped the fucking shit out of his son. I can tell you that. He did. You know, and so I don't know where this is going. I don't want it to get too supernatural, but well, clearly it's getting scary because that, they keep saying she's awake. Was scary. But, okay, is Annie K she? Probably. I don't know. But I'm asking you or what is your prediction there she is. Just some big spiritual she. Because that's what we're trying to decide. Do you think Annie Kotak is she? No, probably not. I think it's a bigger, bigger mystical she that goes back into legend and lore of that area of the country's native people. Do you That's think there's think. any chance of Matthew McConaughey shows up in the final episode? That that would be wild. I mean, they've they've laid it out. It's there, it's totally plausible. They fucking should. It'd be great. He might be in some cabin up there. What year? That's is what this? I mean. Fuck. I don't know. See, there's this, these things. Well, kinda, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's current times or what. Somebody, no. I feel like it was like fucking 2019 or so because someone. I hate when people fucking do this. Somebody fucking got online. Were you and on fucking, the wrong Reddit string? No, somebody got online and, and totally like, there's no way that there could be Rustin Cole's dad because this in this year. And this, I'm like, shut the fuck up. I mean, well, he it, we're watching supernatural shit. He's been dead for years. This ghost, right? So. But they tried to just you know, it was like when people complained about the fucking Game of Thrones finale, and remember when they were like. Oh, the uh, remember the fucking uh, the 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 fight between the the brothers. What the fuck? The mountain was and the yeah. and the hound. Yeah, I didn't think that was realistic enough. You're talking about a fight not realistic enough while fucking dragons, dragons. are flying behind you. Yeah, just fucking watch the show and quit trying to disprove everything. And, and this guy says, "Oh, he couldn't be because in this year, and then he went to Alaska." Rah, 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 rah. Like, motherfucker, watch the show the and show. just enjoy it. Enjoy okay, the show. So thumbs up with that. Yeah. I'm going right. to keep watching. And so True Detective will come back and follow along with the next episode. But I'm telling you, man, and I would hope you buy, at least watch one episode by the next time I talk to you, Griselda. I'll watch it. That's a show my wife will definitely not watch. No. It's a show I can watch yeah. at night when she's asleep. Oh, yeah. It's I'll fucking, it. yeah, there's some bullshit going on. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is uh, my voice is now saying, fuck you, Steven. Let's stop. So I will listen. That is uh, for another week. Uh, an episode of Hot Mike with SSJ. Until next week, the microphone is off. It's off. <laughs>